to the first episode of Resonance. I'm Teresa Carmody, and I'm here with my friend. My name is Ken, and I'm a runewalker. And I work with the elements and the wheel of the year. And I work with uh, the runes of Northern Europe, uh, pre-Christian, as well as um, trying to tap into and look at the energies around me that do come from the wheel that we live on. So, shall we shift to uh, what we drew in this week and, I, and see what kind of resonance re- gets revealed? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, um, for you guys listening, the first what we're going to do every week is, um, and in fact, right after this one, we'll probably. Uh, pull uh i will pull a rune and uh teresa will pull a card and not tell each other and um kind of wade or be washed away in the energies that those are for the next week and then we'll come back and talk about them so um what did you pull this week or last actually a week ago right a week ago i pulled uh the six of pentacles and uh, I am using uh, a deck called the Tarot of the Hidden Realms. It's a pretty, uh, it's a fey deck, uh, but it's a fey deck in that I like it because it shows both light and dark aspects of the fairy instead of the disnified, uh, whitewashed version. That's my favorite new word, disnified. You like that? I love it. <laughs> I think it's very expressive. <laughs> In this card, the Six of Pentacles, uh, it is a picture of a lovely apple tree and two fairy women picking apples off the tree, placing them in a basket. So I chose um, Kenaz. Kenaz looks like a uh, less than sign. Um, If you're looking at it through the Elder uh, Elder Futhark, um, Elder Futhark, or I'm sorry, the Anglo-Saxon Futhark has a little bit different shape, but their meaning is um, quite uh, similar. Um, uh, from the Anglo-Saxon Futhark poem, it's a pine torch. My personal podcast was two episodes ago. Um, I spent a lot of time with Kenaz uh, a week, and Kenaz has been a very uh, appropriate uh, probably for the last month, but uh, I do love that I share, we share similar name. It's all, we're both about fire and you have to um, go internally. So one of the things with Kenaz is about shining uh, light on, it will, I'll use that terminology, the things, um, it allows you to see in the dark. So it allows you to go internally um, and find uh, those things that maybe uh, hidden from you as far as your own personal um, guidance goes. So it's the inward path. It's yeah. kind of going inward to find the wisdom. Yep. Beautiful. So <clears throat> uh, my Six of Pentacles here, this is uh, this card is often interpreted as uh, like a card of bounty, um, of resource and of abundance. Mm. Um I like the word bounty. I like the word prosperity a little bit better than I do abundance. Because what I notice is when people uh, in the spiritual community teach about abundance, 
they are teaching about uh, resource and blessing, but abundance simply means a lot. So, you know, when someone is teaching about drawing more abundance to you, it's not clear enough for me that uh, I can have abundant misery, but I don't want that. So I, you know, I really like to refine when I'm calling resource to me and I'm calling plenty, I like to be very clear of plenty of what am I trying to attract. So I like this card because uh, what they are drawing to them is they are drawing apples. Uh, And so apples are about food and it's about regenerating energy and um, all of that. It was interesting this week, uh, the emotional response I had to this card, because it was very different than any other time I've pulled this card. In this week, what I noticed is I'm looking at the card. Their basket is full of apples. There's only a few apples that they are leaving on the tree, and it's kind of unclear whether or not they're in the midst of the harvest or they're done. So it's unclear whether they're going to leave any of those apples on the tree. And there are no apples on the ground. And I found myself feeling this deep, unexplained sadness over that there were no apples on the ground. (laughs) Uh, And so as I dug a little bit more into that, I was like, what's that about? Because normally for me, apples on the ground is about waste, that, that these apples now are rotted to the point where they've fallen off the tree and they're not really edible. And so what I did is I went outside my yard and I actually sat at the base of a tree and it's not an apple tree, but I simply asked it to help me understand the sadness I felt at there being no apples on the ground. And what I felt was I felt how when one harvests all the fruit, so the plenty, the bounty, without leaving something behind or without allowing for things to ripen to the point where they fall on the ground, then only those who have harvested get fed. And that that was what my deep sadness was about was that when you allow some things to rot and start to and drop to the ground, the ground is also fed. Wow. Yeah, it was a very different experience than I've ever encountered with that card. For being drawn now, (laughs) as we begin, we're kind of in the in the in the midst of the growing season, um, the beginnings of it. to, to be reminded of the harvest now is interesting. Yeah. Well, I think, it, you know, the card itself, that was what was kind of interesting to me about it is that the card itself, the name of the card is bounty. And yet the picture on the card is harvest. And so it is this interesting thing of this connection about the fullness of fruition and how at one point there will be a harvest. Those things are are so inherently connected that to be in the fire season of when things are first fruiting without also holding simultaneously, it's 
you know, you could say it's oppositional. When you look at the wheel of the year, it's it's opposite. However, um, opposites have a connection. They have an inherent relationship that is about balance. Yes. And so, how do you hold within the pers- it, it, within the perspective of you know fecundity of the summer and things blossom blossoming to fruition? How do you also hold the energy that what is fruiting now will be harvest then? My experience I had this week um, was uh, <laughs> the so we have you know we have the store and you've been and you've taught classes here but you haven't been to our new location and. Tell us the name of your store again. Uh, it is Blue Antler. Yes. And um, it's in Twilla, Utah. You'll never be able to spell it um, phonetically. <laughs> it doesn't work. But um, so the, <laughs> the interesting thing is that this past week I had done a, a, a prosperity blend of herbs and spit and blood and whatever else. And I was just reminded that um, over the last few months, things have shifted. And so the seeds that we're planting or that are in the ground or that we did plant initially um, have changed and they've, they've kind of come to fruition and gone. It was um, really interesting for me to go through this process of, okay, what, what is it that I want the store to do? Like, what is it that the, what is my goal with, with, the the store initially for us it was a our goal was to create a center for community and um kind of going back to what we talked about earlier uh the interesting thing is that when you start that there is some sort of hierarchy automatically placed on it because of the people wanting to interact with you and that's what they're used to and and we're used to that a little bit. So trying to figure out a new way to do things um, was really interesting because we weren't clear, <laughs> I think in the very beginning that it needed to be a uh, non-hierarchical mm, structure. And um, so this week it was very much about, okay, so let's set it back up. <laughs> let's plant the seeds that we we can refine now what we kind of want to have happen. Um, and then it was really kind of brought forward by a gentleman uh, or uh, maybe exclamation pointed uh, the gentleman we were talking and, and he said to me, he said, well, you know, you are the patriarch of this community. And I said, that's no, 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 no. Uh-uh. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up because that's your, um, that's something that you've given me and I'm giving it back to you because I, I don't want that. Um, and kind of going back to Ken Oz, I was challenged this week um, a lot with looking at my core, looking at my inner knowings, my inner fire, what drives me, what do I really want? And looking at what fruits were being born. And it's very, it's very uh, uncomfortable to know that, oh my God, I planted those fucking things and that's not really what I wanted. Meaning that you you found that you inadvertently planted seeds that made you patriarch? Yes. And um, 
inadvertently left out abundance yeah. of things um, w- within the community or within even, you know, to be honest, the store uh, supports itself. It does itself. And that's what it was meant to do initially was support the community. And um, that was a very, I, uh, I am a servant, not I am serving mentality. Yeah. So I can't, I can't, um, I can't benefit from this. My benefit is having a community. And even saying that, like if someone were to say that to me, I would just want to slap them <laughs> because I'm like, you're, you're, you're not like, that's just, that's not, um, that's not balanced at all. So going through this, um, I want to slap myself a lot. <laughs> ah, okay. Which uh, you know to I mean? me, wanting to slap yourself is wanting to wake yourself up. Uh, I'm going to go with that. Yes. It's not a punishment. It's waking myself up. So for me, the, like your card and and the rune didn't necessarily, they're not, I don't know, um, the same thing, but I think it's really, uh, goes back to when you talked about, um, having the ecosystem be so complex that we have all these, well, it's like doing a reading, you know, you have like six or eight, 10 cards on the table and those, energies weave together and create the story so our your card and my rune wove together this week to create this really interesting realization for me in in um my life right now it's funny that you're saying that two things really struck me in what you just shared the first was right in the beginning where you were talking about the prosperity blend and you said that one of the ingredients was blood And I was thinking immediately that blood I more associate with harvest. So you actually included in your prosperity blend uh, an element of harvest. And as you were talking about the store, because I know you and I know the story of what you're talking about, there was, (laughs) there was this challenge between, Um, you know, what you perceived being what you wanted the store to be and what others perceived and the clash that sometimes happened with that. And so to me, with the card that I pulled, there was, to me, there's this resonance of, you know, how do you hold enough integrity about self to know what do you need for sustenance? So what is your agenda in creating something or what do you have to offer? And being the voice of your own needs and agenda while also holding space that your agenda is not the only one that should be served. And that we live in larger community and that when we want to actually connect and do things that are sustainable and uh, in resonance with that larger um, wheel, the wheel is very balanced. And when we are only focused on our agenda, we, we, we ourselves will come out of balance. I don't think the wheel comes out of balance. I think we do. So that when you can recognize that what you're contributing to the community or the larger context is your voice, your sovereignty, your personal knowing without imposing it on others and seeing what part does it play. It's kind of like if I play one instrument and I find myself in a symphony, 
I am not doing the symphony any service by only by focusing so intently on my own thing that I start to kind of monopolize the sound. And yet there's a yeah. balance of if I'm not focusing enough on my own instrument, I'm not participating in the music that's created. And so there's got to be that balance between I have to stay true to my own contribution while not imposing that on others and finding where does my contribution fit into that larger context. It's an interesting and, and balance. Absolutely. For me, and I think for a lot of people, we are so focused on everyone else, maybe not necessarily in the, the type of awareness that you would just spoke about. And then, and then we, we're kind of, we leave that mentality behind and then we focus on ourselves. And then now the awareness of, of self and self within group without being, being part of, without being part uh, how, how do well, I you're talking, uh, you're talking my language now. To me, that's systemic. One of the things that I love about a systemic perspective is it allows for the individual and the collective to both maintain their integrity simultaneously without having to give up the integrity of either. So that, yes. <clears throat> you know, uh, when the wolves were hunted, and uh, the predator population started to diminish, ecosystems actually went into states of imbalance and lack of health. And when it was recognized that one individual species actually needed to be reintroduced to those environments, what it did was it rebalanced the whole ecosystem and every part of that ecosystem, every individual part of that ecosystem benefited from that yes and so that's that kind of balance between we have yeah. in our culture this idea that if the one benefits the many suffer or if the many benefit the one suffers and if we can come to more awareness that it's actually a reciprocal relationship and not a contrary one then all parts benefit. Yes. Oh, you're so wise. <laughs> I'm not sure it's wise. It, I, to me, it's not my wisdom. To me, that's, you know, that's what walking the wheel does for me is it yeah. helps me um, kind of move from a very binary perspective which is what our culture kind of trains us in it's what my religion practiced um into an awareness that all parts are necessary for the health of everyone yes and so i like that um you know uh, to me where i see the resonance between the rune you picked and the card that i picked is this idea of being able to maintain and hold one's sovereignty, speak that truthfully to the collective while also having in mind how that impacts the collective. Like my two little fae who aren't leaving any apples on the ground, it to a certain extent, they are creating their own bounty at the sacrifice of the collective. And 
Kenaz that you pulled when you talk about going into deeper wisdom, it's about knowing self well enough to know what is your contribution while then in my card also maintaining the perspective of how does my contribution actually harmoniously participate with the whole. That's yeah. the resonance yes. I see between our two things. That's beautiful. How about you? What resonance do you pick up on? Oh, first of all, I think it's funny that they're, they're fey and they're not leaving anything on the ground. Um, uh, th well, that's, <laughs> that's probably a limitation of uh, the perspective of the artist more so than, Thank than the you. actual card. It's probably, to me, that's right. probably why for the first time I actually felt sadness is that, you know, the energy of the Fae were probably like, we've got to correct this image a little bit, you know? <laughs> so you just have to take a little Sharpie and draw apples on the ground that yes. they've left. And then, yeah, and then, then everybody's it happy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I, I do think that um, kind of going along just with how my week has gone with those two uh, tools, the card and the rune, it very much is about going internally for me. So go, using Kenaz to really light what I want uh, for me is where my abundance lies, I, where where that comes from um and being able to sit with the re uh how do i put this so when i made the herbal blend for prosperity i didn't just oh well i know this herb does this i sat with all 50 jars of herbs and just let it tell me what needed to be part of it or wanted to be part of it to accomplish this goal and so for me, uh, harvesting what I want needs to come from my heart space or my instinct space instead of just my head, because I've been trying to figure it out through there instead of running those energies through uh, my intuition space or my instinct, which I see as my heart and my lower abdomen, uh, my, ways, my ways of knowing. So for me, it's looking at the, really looking at the harvest and saying, this is what um, I want, but um, not just trying to make it happen with my head. Right. Well, and from what you said, also allowing the herbs themselves to draw your attention through your intuition about what they have to offer to accomplish the goal that you desired. Yeah. Yes. So <clears throat> interesting. The thing that's happening with me is that I'm kind of coming full circle to why we chose resonance is the name of this podcast and that, <clears throat> pardon me, we seem to really be talking about kind of developing a symphonic awareness, which is how do we go deeply into ourselves to know our own instrument, to know our own desire, to know our own contribution to the whole and be able to offer it in a way that's clear about what we are offering with the awareness that we are contributing to a larger symphonic sound, that we're not the only ones singing. Wow. I look forward to spending more time with you. Uh, <laughs> which is always Even fun. if it's not. Right, which is always good because I always walk away going, oh God, wait, what? <laughs> and then I have to sit with it for a couple of days and, uh, and absorb um, every all the work because it does feel like um, 
we process a shit ton of information in a very short yes. time. Yes. And and not just unpack it in a way that it still has reverberation after the conversation that parts of our conversation will come to me later and I'll go, Oh, that's another way <clears throat> of uh coming into clarity about it's almost like we're each kind of channeling sometimes when we have conversation and it's not till later yeah. that I'm like, Oh, that's what that really meant. Yeah. yeah. Reliving it over and yeah. over. Um, Cause we, we will, you know, we'll, we'll re-listen to it and kind of take a look at things in it. And there will be, there will be moments in there where I'll be like, Oh, Oh, I didn't, I hadn't picked up on that at all until yeah. now and seeing I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to pulling another rune and seeing um, kind of where the energy, what new energy I become aware of that's woven into what we're doing. Yeah. I, uh, so I'm very interested in um to me, we could kind of find a resonance this week, but it's also the first time we're doing it. To me, I'm really excited for, as you and I do this more and more, how even oppositional energies uh, clarify a resonance. Like that, I think that will be really exciting. I think the resonance, because that's what we're focused on, uh, I think that's yeah. going to come through more clearly the longer we do this. And I'm really excited uh, to see how that happens. Yes, it's going to be, uh, the you know, the, that definition of um, the reinforcement or prolongation of sound by reflection from a surface or by the synchronous vibration of a neighboring yes. object. That really, that's just exactly, when I saw that today, I was like, I think that's perfect because it really is becoming aware of the symphony and who's playing next to you and what's what's happening there and adding to it. So I'm, I'm really stoked. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be I think a lot about balance. I love that you're saying, you know, becoming aware of who's playing next to you. Um, for me, uh, I think because I'm an empath, uh, there are times where I become so aware of what's being played next to me. I lose the integrity of what I'm playing. And so there's that balance of how do you both listen to what's being played next to you and maintain your own integrity so that you actually have something to offer. I love that you said that because a few weeks ago when uh, we were discussing this, God, a week and a half ago, I guess, um, I, you and I had been talking also about um, a potential relationship that I was, that I, I could be getting into. And um, one of the things that we talked about was the dance yes. and, um, you know, understanding when to lead and when not to lead, but not losing yourself completely in this, uh, in the dance and being swept away. Well, a couple of days after that, I did a meditation and um, I was told uh, not to uh, forget my heartbeat. Lovely. And it was really interesting because I sat and I, with my two fingers on my wrist and on my neck, trying to find my heartbeat. And it, I didn't realize how hard uh, <laughs> it could be. As, yeah, especially if I'm, even if I'm in the car driving and I felt like I was being overwhelmed and I wanted to check in with my own self, 
and attached to the physicalness of my heartbeat. Um, but that was very um, key in me keeping myself centered when I had a, an energetic encounter um, that was a couple hours long, but it was someone who was really trying to um, influence uh, me. And I just sat there with my eyes closed and my fingers on my pulse thinking, okay, this is my heartbeat and this is me within all of what's happening right now. I'm not, I don't want to lose right. that and I'm not going to lose it. Yeah. It was fascinating. Yeah. It's, it's, I think, I think, uh, that, that concept of balancing, uh, is going to revisit us many times in this podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, for those of you who are listening, um, if you have comments, questions, or anything, you can always send us a voice message um, if you're going through Anchor, or you can just send us comments. Uh, if you have questions, we are more than happy to field them during the next uh, episode, which, of course, we hope you're excited about as much as we are. Um, actually, I want you to be more excited <laughs> than we are. So. Um, just do that. And, um, yeah, let us know how our divination tools, how our card and rune, uh, resonated with you in this coming week. We're very much, uh, interested in that, uh, energetic interaction with you as well. Perfect. Well, uh, I'm going to pull my rune as soon as we're done with this and I'll pull my card. You'll be pulling your, yep. yep. And then, um, we'll see, well, you know what I mean. We'll see you all next time <laughs> and uh, have a great week. Thank you. Have a great week.